right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, Elevated Friendship. How do you feel about all this going on? Now, I'm going to tell you how I feel, but how do you feel? Let's make it plain. All right, so yes, we are back, and and for you single ladies out there, you know, it sound like Beyonce, all you single ladies, all you single ladies, um, for you single ladies out there, I really don't agree with a lot of the narratives that have been thrown your way. I don't, I don't agree with a lot of the judgments that have been placed on you and a lot of the, you know, rushed hookups and, uh, you know, gossip that you're thrown into because you're, you know, in essence, you know, the oddball out, you know, you, you saw four hookups happen and you're the ninth person. That's just that odd person out. I don't agree with this. I don't like this. So from my position of being married, um, you know, now 13 years, I want to offer some love. I want to offer some support and I want to offer, you know, some type of guidance um, because I, I believe a lot of this information should be shared between like-minded folk and those of us that might just need that accelerator, that booster, that pre-workout supplement, right? To get to that part of the relationships um, that you want. So, you know, I myself, I have not dated any men. Um, I have gay family. I have gay friends. Uh, but I know, you know, this perspective from male to female, female to male, so uh, I'll have to invite on a, a guest that can maybe speak to me, you know, through the, the mindset and the wisdoms um, of what I call the rainbow community, the beautiful community of the LGBTQ uh, or IQ. Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, get a little bit more information than that. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, you of the single world that I have, you know, watched and, and spoken to, you know, this is for you. Um, because there, there's three things I really want to go into. Um, let's bank on the guarantees. Like what what are the guarantees that we're going to see in our lives um, as not just single men and women, but also married men and women? What are the best examples, right? What what are the best examples that we can pull from to look at our future and, and our world and, you know, what we want to be, right? And then last but not least, um, let's understand why we want what we want. I think it's a great thing. If you want to be petty, be petty. If you want to be naive, be naive. But please be honest with yourself, right? There's many reasons why our psyche and our psychology is the way it is. But are you honest with yourself and saying, yes, I am a jerk or an a-hole or I only will date a man of this realm because of this. I only date wealthy. I only date dark skin. I only date guys that just got out of prison. I only date tennis players. I only date golfers. I only date mechanics. I can only date biker, you know, club guys. So yeah, be honest. Like, please just be honest. Don't sugarcoat it and say it's just a type. Please go a little bit deeper below and, and explain to yourself why are you like this? So, you know, the big takeaway I want to I want to get 
from all this is just simply this. Um, you're, pit you're putting in an order for a human companion every day. And you attract a version of what you are. It's okay to clean that up. Because it's going to happen anyway. Like, <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, no, people don't change. People never change this, that, and the other. No, they don't change the way you want them to change. But I've watched people go in a gym and change. I've watched people do weight loss, get muscle, get fitness, and change. I've watched people have cancer diagnosis and change. I've seen soldiers that, you know, will go over and come back, lose a limb, lose whatever, and change. I've watched men become fathers and change. Women definitely become mothers and change. Um, the police can throw you in prison, jail. That's a change. Um, incomes can go up or down. That's a change. People do change and they change all the time. That's non-negotiable. It's just not happening the way you want it. So let's go back. I wanted to talk about those guarantees, the best examples. And I wanted to talk about, you know, understanding why you want what you want. Um, you know, and single women, like I said in the beginning, I hate the way the media and we as a culture treat single men, single women as a whole. We want to rush you all into hookups. We want to, as soon as one is left off, like I said, four people pair up from your crew, your crew, your clique, you're the ninth one out. Oh, well, she's too, she's too opinionated or she's too bougie or she's too hood. Or maybe if you didn't have to argue with men all the time and prove you were smarter or, or she's a lawyer or she works for NASA or, you know, she's she's a she's running for mayor how can she find somebody to date you know it's like people will find any little thing but then i can go and find a version of you in another city or state or country that's happy or happily married that acts just like you so is it luck that brings people together is it is it random circumstances and and whatnot that bring people together yes and no um yes and no um, it's planning, it's timing, it's luck, it's favor. It's, it's all of those things. They all have to hit together. Um, we can force them to work together. And that's kind of why I wanted to, you know, like really put this podcast together, you know, big ups and thanks to my sister for, you know, nudging me to do this. Um, because this is something we all should be doing is getting, to the, 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 the place that people want to get to and speaking to what their needs are. Like I, I had a, um, you know, a, a older lady explain it to me one time where she said, when you get up there, open the door for someone else. So let's flip the narrative though, because we always hear about this damsel in distress and Hollywood likes to paint this image of this, you know, size, you know, whatever, skinny woman with this tiny body, you know, real big boobs. And, you know, you can only be the, the Hollywood image until like you're a 37 year old blonde. Then after that, it's like curtains. You, you're in like MILF territory, like, you know, um, 
American Pie Stifler's mom or Stacy's mom got it going on. <laughs> so let's flip it though. Instead of the damsel in distress, how many songs have you heard about the Harriet Tubman types, right? The hidden figure types, you know, those NASA minded women about the CEO types, right? How many songs have you heard about, you know, women that impacted lives for better, right? And that's that's the, the beautiful thing and the hard thing about life is a lot of times you're going to find a lesbian couple or a gay couple that's doing all these amazing things out in the, the city and this, that, and the other, and nobody talks about it. Or like, say you find like a single woman that's doing all these things for the community, helping and, and all this, you know, she might have kids, she might not, but we never speak from that perspective of, hey, you know, I know, you know, if, if you're speaking to a guy, Dave, Dave, I know you don't really have a, you know, a lady right now, but one of my best friends, like she works for NASA. She's single. I think you guys will really get along. You guys have similar, you know, core values, um, your psychology, your religion, your expectations, your desires, your friends, your hobbies all seem the same. You know, you guys just haven't met each other. So we should flip it that way instead of, oh, my God, she's so hot or she's so cute or making it an ego trip where you're trying to feed your own ego and hook these two people up. Like, take the time to understand past the, the, the first wall, right? What's the first wall? What's behind that? Then what's in the living room? Then what's in the kitchen? What are these virtues of this person that make them valuable to the people you're trying to hook them up with, right? So I really wish as, as, as the community outside of you that is trying to help you, that we did that a lot better. And so those of you that are listening to this, that are married and you're like, man, I should really share this, please do. Like we have to understand, like outside of the Christmas lights, and the decorations and the lawn care, you still have to go inside that house and have a whole life inside that house. I can give a damn what happens on the outside of the house and how good it looks. What's going on inside of the house? Is the foundation sturdy? So I wanted to get to these guarantees, right? <laughs> What's guaranteed? Um, these shows like The Bachelor and 90 Day Fiance or Marriage at First Sight, um, you know, they're great examples of how people honestly think, you know, in a good or a bad scenario. And I think like for me, I watch my wife as she's watching these shows. And I think that um, it's a huge setup to give people a vacation like chance to build a relationship and then throw them to the real world. Uh, <laughs> only problem with this is you, you create an environment where they can never get that new drug feeling back that we create as human beings in that fantasy realm, right? Nothing, there is no drug stronger and there is nothing feels better than that. Th those first few interactions with that person, that rush of emotion, that rush of energy, that, that rush of thought, 
Like there's nothing feels better than that. And we chase that for the rest of our lives. And if it's a good quality slow burn, then it will last for 60, 70, 80 years. And now I understand why these couples, when they're, you know, 80, 90 years old and, and the grandma dies or the husband dies. Now I understand why they say dig two graves or, or grandma and grandpa doesn't make it till, you know, um, I don't know the next six months or the next year because they've lost not they haven't lost just their husband or their wife they've lost a friend they've lost a companion of decades okay decades plural a friend a companion of decades they've watched mothering fathering careers career excitement career destruction, career growth. They've watched all of these things. So now I get it. And I know we all fantasize that we can get there, but they were much more locked onto these guarantees that I'm about to talk about than, than others. The guarantees are family structure and culture. The guarantee is psychology. That's number two. The guarantee is religion. That's number three. The guarantee is expectations and desires. That's number four. And then number five is friends and hobbies. So it, it's a five-part uh, guarantee. Um, your family structure and culture is non-negotiable, right? Meeting the parents, like we did in those movies, meet the parents, meet the fuckers. Meeting the parents is essential to understanding what your husband or what your wife is going to think or feel like each holiday, each birthday, and through various scenarios that affect adulthood, parenthood, and personal life. It is crucial to that. That is a guarantee. Family structure and culture. Now, it's either they're either rejecting that the family structure and culture, or they're operating within it. Now, they can drop off a few things like, oh, I, my mom has really long hair and I have short hair. Okay. Or my dad, you know, used to read, you know, science fiction novels. I read history novels. Okay, cool. You know, cool. But that structure and culture of this is what we do every Christmas. This is what we do every Thanksgiving. Thinking that you're just going to argue your way out or sex them out of that or shame them out of that. Uh, hold on. If they have none of this, and this is what's hard, if they have none of this, then it's really hard to advocate for that. Because they might be completely, like if it's a man, he might be completely devoid of that and not understand, well, why, why do we need to do all this? Why do we have to do all that? And it means something to you. So then there's a then there's the psychology. Understanding the psychology of a person. All these books that Dr. Phil was trying to share with us. All these shows that Oprah Winfrey used to share with us. All these magazines from Cosmopolitan and all these, you know, Instagram pages, the mom psychologist, the holistic psychologist, all these people are trying to share with you 
that you haven't completely considered who you're talking to in their psychology. You don't know who you're talking to. You're speaking to them with the reference of mind that you have for them, what you created in their mind, right? And this does not help male or female. You're speaking to them as the version of that person in your mind. You've got to go a little bit deeper and go 3D, 4D, 5D. Who is this person? Have, have you even tried reading through the five love languages to find out what is their top love language? If you're giving them gifts because to you, that's what love is, and they want to talk to you every night for an hour, and that's what their love language is, you guys will never understand each other by trying to give the way you love. The next guarantee is religion. That's a no-brainer. If I'm Muslim, my wife is Jewish. If I'm Christian, my wife is, is Buddhist. Um, you know what I'm saying? Or if I'm, I don't know, a Taoist, a Buddhist, and, you know, my wife is Catholic, you know, we're going to clash on several points, which will be religious discussions, holidays, and raising children. Because how you ultimately build yourself up to God and heaven and saviors and deities, that, that's all on you. Um, this will be a strong factor that gets in the way of the relationship. Then there's something that I think is so beautiful that I really wish people would just hold hands and embrace on, and that is your expectations and desires. What are your full expectations and desires for yourself and for each other? I thought you were going to cook dinner tonight. No, I thought you were going to cook dinner tonight. I just want to sit here and enjoy it. I thought you were going to work out today. I thought you were going to work out today. I thought you were going to pick up the kids. I thought you were going to pick up the kids. There's a whole lot of thought going on in there. Not enough clear expectations. When you go into the highest of restaurants, the most prestigious of restaurants, you have to speak to the waiter, the waitress, the garçon, whoever it may be, and let them know what you want to order. If you can't effectively communicate what it is you want to eat, you will be dissatisfied every time. So it just bugs me that people have that mindset that the expectations and desires that they have in their mind and their heart will be communicated through them, through Instagram, through Facebook, through DMs and chats and, and, and half thoughts, half truths and, and, and hints without saying it directly and openly, when everything that we do in our life, everything that we do in our life, from work to food to, to pleasure is all spoken clearly and directly. Like just imagine if people hinted about your money, hinted about your, your payments and your bills, and hinted about these things, and then your credit score is horrible, right? Or you get evicted from your home. Right. Or you get in a fight with somebody at a gas station because, you know, they're saying you stole their gas. Well, you were hinting that you were done or you were hinting that this was this. No, please be clear about your expectations and desires.
Because men, I want to tell you like this. For women, please understand that everything that a man is graded on and judged on comes from clear, specific indication. Every yard on a football field, every point in a basketball game, every second in a track and field meet, every yard that we jump or throw, everything that we do is measured in data and numbers. And we actually get high on those data and numbers. Salaries, salary caps, sounds, hertz, gigahertz. There's all these forms of measurement that men, we, are judged by for our whole lives. There's so much tangible judgment of the intangible world that, I mean, it. I don't know. It's, it's really kind of crazy how much as men we are judged and judged. Um, whereas with ladies, it is, it is, and I think that to me is the beauty of ladies is there so many things that I don't ever want to judge for women. So yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. And then with the last guarantee, there will be friends and hobbies. There will be friends and hobbies and and the reason why I'm saying you can bank on these guarantees is because your partner is going to get, I'm guaranteeing, going to be locked into these things. And you can either, you know, ask yourself the question, does this take away from our relationship? Right. If it does. Right. I mean, if he if he's playing Madden or 2K or whatever for two and three hours and you want that romance, the bedroom, the special time, this, that, and the other, you know, that's hard, right? Because something he's been doing since he was 12 or 13, that's a stress reliever that, you know, he's having fun with women do it too. And so for, for those guys that don't get it and they're watching their ladies playing these games and they're just like, Ugh, it, it can be fun. I mean, you are plugging yourself into the matrix because it is technology. It is screen time, but you got to speak on that, you know, and negotiate that time where it's like, hey, babe, I don't want to get in the way of your time, your fun and, and this and that and the other. But like, I do want to spend some time with you. You know, I get off of work at six and or I get off of work at five thirty. I'm at home at six. Right. You're playing video games from six to eight o'clock. By eight o'clock, I've already eaten my meal and I'm showering and trying to get ready for bed. And then by nine o'clock, you know, I'm like chilling, watching shows. You're finally eating and I want to sit down and have some good time with you and you leave the house. And, like, you know, so it's, it's just not wrapped up. Right. You know, or is the hobby like something more physical, like going to the games with the friends or or doing something like that, you know, where it's combined with the friendships, you know, then it, it just turns into planning. Right. And no, it shouldn't all be on you to make that plan. But we have to, you know, be in the space and time where we understand, like, when you rip people away from their friends and their hobbies, friends and hobbies that aren't actually hurting anyone. Now, it may eat up time. And that's a that is a hard one. You know, if your top love language is time, right, spending time with that person. Yeah, it is hard. And that's what I'm saying. Negotiate that out. So that way, those friends, 
hobbies and all that, you get your time, he gets his. Or she gets her time, you get yours, right? It has to be done. It doesn't matter who you're dating. Because I'm assuming no matter who you're dating, if it's two ladies, if it's two men, time is still very important to one of them. And to the other, it might be something else, right? Other thing, and this isn't a guarantee, but it's just something that I had that I really wanted to speak on for a second. Um, Pornography and TV will ruin your relationship. It will ruin your mind. Now, there's some people that are just that connected to reality that those things are just candy but some people will take that candy as a full meal that's not that's not fair like these women that are in porn and these men on the tlc movies the lifetime movies the bachelor this that and the other when they cut the camera they go to lunch break and go yell and argue with people and they get nasty and mean and they can't do 75% of the things your regular average everyday people are doing every day. They're not accountants. They're not firemen. They're not working nonprofits and helping the lives of these children, these kids. They're not school teachers. They're not math teachers or science teachers. They're not college degree professors. They don't have master's degrees. They don't really know anything, but how to portray and share a fantasy or a fiction with you. So, and and ladies, this is, this is kind of for the feminine side. These companies have gotten over on you for years, showing you that this is the image of women. So you've been in your feelings and emotions about what a woman is when it's all been company monetized. It's all been monetized by a company about what a woman is and how a woman is shown. That's not fair. Take your pride back. Take it that 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 uh, the Victoria's Secret song. She was made up by a dude. Dude, that. Take it back for a second. And just remember, you can't define a woman's hips, a woman's size, a woman's anything with company regulations. Like, get out of here. So if your mom doesn't look like a Victoria's Secret model, are you supposed to just look down on her? If your dad doesn't look like Tom Brady or uh, whatchamacallit, this guy's name, Michael B. Jordan. So are you just supposed to look down on everybody in your family that doesn't relate to industry standards in the fashion world? In the sports world? Come on now. So with those things, like, please understand that they have poisoned our minds as men and they're poisoning your minds as women. Because what they're showing you is an elevated uh, 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 version of a man that, oh, my God, he looks so good and he's so nice with children. And he's always thinking of me before he eats the last bite of cake and he opens a door for me and this, that, and the other. Then when you meet a real man that might be kind and wise and doesn't do some of those things, you start checking his name on the board, right? And and trust me, I'm going to speak on the men because we have our, our illnesses too. 
But these corporate images of men and what a man should be and what a gentleman is and what a perfect man is, tall, dark, and handsome, and like they've created an image that no man can live up to. It's not fun for men. It's not fun for women. And that's why I can honestly say this. Thank God for, you know, the gay lesbian crowd, because they prove that they can find love and happiness and excitement without it. It's kind of like a joker card, right? It's like, here's a group of people that prove that all of that industry, all that, all this just went right by them. It, you, you got no money, no love from them, unless they, they do like it. Um, but let's let's use the best examples, right? I feel like this is not said or heard enough. Use the best examples. I would never take aspiring athletes that I want to see do well in life and show them athletes younger than them. I want to take these athletes, let's say a runner. I want to show an athlete, a runner, what Sydney McLaughlin runs a 400 hurdle race, how she runs a 400 hurdle race, how Allison Felix runs a 400 race, how Shelly Ann Frazier Price, or um, I, I can even use Sha'Carri Richardson. She has some you know, form and some technique that works for me. Um, I want to show them how the best in the business perform. A lot of times the hard thing is marriages with relationships of 10 plus years, relationships that have a healthy bond past 10 years or, uh, you know, marriages and, you know, relationships that avoid or have surpassed the dramas that we've gone through. They're not in our space, right? They're too busy working. They're too busy having a good time on vacation, doing their thing. And they, they're not around us because they learn. Not to say we're all toxic, but they've learned if I stay away from toxic people, I get to keep my good, beautiful marriage of 10, 20 plus years. They learn that early. And, and I don't know how people learn all this wisdom. Maybe they read 48 Laws of Power. Maybe they read, you know, how to win friends and, 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 and amazing people. Um, you know, maybe they read all these books and, and just keep that information within themselves, but they are a cult, right? In every sense of the way, they are a cult for good. They are a cult of two people where they realize as long as we just keep cycling the resources between ourselves and don't let too much bad air or bad water in, we're good. Use the best examples to mirror the people that you're going after, right? What does a marriage look like with a relationship with people that are 10 plus years? Sit down and talk to them. Ask them, how are you guys making it? How are you guys still together? You know, if they'll allow you to sit down with them and talk to them, it will really mess your head up how many things they took out of the cart before they hit the checkout and what they put in the cart mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Like, what did they take out of the cart? What did they put in it? Because I know for me, number one, is I did not want to approach in, in, in any way. I didn't want to be in a marriage where my wife was judging me based off of the standards of any man other than me. I only wanted to be looked at as me. With my mind, my tools, my faults, 
my issues, my problems, and my my you know success and, and strengths on the other side, right? So that's something that we learn is we'll sit at home, you know, wifey and I will sit at home and be like, ah man, you hear about such and such, or you hear about this, you hear about that. Oh yeah, they they went through this and they went through that. So when we hear not so much like the news. I don't really watch the news. It, that can actually be a marriage killer too. When we hear about our friends or family or people that we know of going through tough times, we sit and we talk about it. We don't take a side. Well, they, well, she was over here doing this or yeah, he was over here doing it. We don't take that. We don't use that time to gossip. We use that time to speak on our heart and speak on our mind. What's going on at that moment. And be like, you know what? Let me just be honest with you. Like, I was struggling with this too. And it's actually kind of funny that they're going through this because it's something I wanted to talk about. You got to be real. And a lot of these men have not been given the emotional space to speak to you in this way because we were raised with our armor. We were raised not to connect with our emotions unless it was sport or sex or company minded. We weren't raised to speak from our emotional core. So those are all things to take into consideration about the guarantees of psychology. If his psychology does not include an emotional intelligence where he can speak on things other than sports, other than business, other than um, sex, right? Slow down for a second before you jump in in the car with him because he might want you to drive, but you, you don't know what kind of car you're driving. <laughs> you know, most, most people are happy to be the passenger. He might say, you know what, you can drive. And you don't even know what kind of car you're driving. So last but not least, um, please understand why you want what you want. Um, you, if you're going to be petty and be naive, that's fine. But be honest with yourself as to why, right? There's books, sermons, speeches, talks, and and, and talk shows devoted to this topic alone. I want this because I believe I should have this because why do you want and believe these things? Right. Please take the time to understand why you have a, a taste or a flavor for this thing. Right. Now, what's funny is like at my grandparents house, we had spaghetti all the time and it was this <laughs> Really cheap, I think great value, you know, like low end tomato paste. And we made it, we threw some, you know, garlic salt on it, and we had the greatest time. It was the most watered down uh, uh, spaghetti and marinara sauce, period. I think it had like a little bit of hamburger in it. As kids, you couldn't have told us nothing. You couldn't have told us nothing. Like it was like heaven. So when my wife makes me a plate of food, a plate of spaghetti, and it's got thick, beautiful red marinara sauce in it, I think I'm in heaven. This is just simple psychology. She's giving me an abundance of something that I loved as a kid that was a family bonding meal, right? So... I'm not saying, you know, like that whole barefoot in the kitchen thing that, I mean, half the time it's going to be my wife asking me to do that. <laughs> hey, babe, can you make this? Can you make that? Or, I mean, the second it gets nice, she throws me out in the grill. It's like a a, a, a thrust kick outside. 
Um, but you know, it, it has to be something where you understand why do I think like this? Why do I feel like this? Why do I need a man to be like this? Why do I need to, to feel like this? Why am I sitting in the mindset that I'm sitting in? And why is this, why does this man have to be like this? Why is it that I can only date a firefighter? I can only date a police officer. I can only date a basketball player. Why is that? If you tell me you have a type, I'm going to ask you why. And if you can't explain and explain it in detail, we got a problem with open arms and love. I'm going to say we have a problem. It's okay to love and like the things you love and like. That's beautiful. That's who you are. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to be petty, be all the way petty, but be honest about yourself. If you're going to be naive, I need a man to take care of me. I need this, that, and the other. Just be honest. I don't trust a man with all the finances because my dad left my mom high and dry and I have to control the finances. I need to know all the money. I need to know all the bills. Okay, cool. But just be honest about it because sometimes that might translate into something that actually helps the marriage and helps the relationship that you want to see everything that's going on with the money. It doesn't always have to be a bad thing. It can work very well. So once again, I'm going to say it. The big takeaway for, for me is knowing all these things you're putting in an order for a human companion every day. You attract a version of what you are. It's okay to clean that up. It's going to happen anyway. And, and the more honest you are with yourself about what you want, the faster you're going to get it. The, the more diluted I feel like, the more diluted your filter is and your Google search the the more results and hits you're going to get. And a lot of times those first things that pop up, you're not going to like them. Knowing why you want what you want is exactly how you get it faster. And that psychology, that shadow work, um, that introspective look is such a beautiful thing. It might seem scary at first, but it's such a beautiful thing. And, and I hope you do it. Because what we're seeing now, like I said, is... People just love to just rush the hookups. And if you're left behind to your third wheel, a, a, a third wheel, a seventh wheel, a ninth wheel, um, people like to, they love to talk about you. I hate this. And, and, and we fail to look at the full picture of our singles and these people that we say we love and we cherish. And we just kind of leave them out there. But hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully you can use this as kind of a template or a guide um, to just kind of help you, you know, in the road of life as you're um, attracting that partner, searching for that partner, whether you want to be aggressive or you just want to be that magnet, you know, that 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 pulls this in. Um, just know you are the MVP. You're the real MVP. He's not out there. He's attracted to what's in you. And we have to we have to figure out what's in us a lot of times. Um, the, the hard part, I think. And this is really hard for me because I know friends of mine in churches struggle with this 
or friends of mine that are kind of locked down in their job, they can't really go to the places, the geography, where what they want is readily available. Or maybe there's too much available. So it's they're either in a drought or drowning. So they they don't have the choice or they can't quite you know, make make the, the, the best informed decision because there's too many men to pick from. <laughs> you know, how do you choose between the right one and the wrong one when they all have the same haircut? They all wear the same cologne, but they differ on all these issues that you have to spend time and energy on with each man to figure out. So I just wanted to share these these little pieces, these little tips. Hopefully it'll be helpful wisdom to you all. You know, you can love, like, and share all these messages. And uh, yeah, hope to talk to you soon.